What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berti here. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how to leverage a book to grow your business. Books are one of the best assets you can have for your business because it really takes people on that customer journey. And we're going to talk about all that in this episode. Our guest who joins us today, she got her start as a publicist for Hatchet which is a global publishing house. She worked on projects like The Twilight Phenomenon, J.K. Rowling's post-Harry Potter publications, and the personal memoirs of Michael Palin, Nelson Mandela, and Tina Fey. She started Laura is Writing to help entrepreneurs to write, publish, and market books that transform their businesses and leave a legacy that they're proud of. So our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Laura Gale. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. How's it going? Laura, it is going really well on my end, and it's going really well on Breakthrough Success because you are a guest on the show, and leveraging books is something that I take very seriously. I've written a few of them, and I encourage anyone to go out there and start their own book. So I'm wondering, Laura, if you could just, before we get into the leverage part, just a little bit of a brief for people who may not have a book yet or may only have one book, why is it so important for us to just go out there and write our own book? I think there's no better way to demonstrate your authority in your field than writing a book. It's one of those cultural phenomenons that just tells people that you know what you're talking about. If you can say, oh, I wrote a book about this particular field, people are just going to take you a lot more seriously. Um, you know, there's a lot of cachet, a lot of um, I guess, credibility that comes with writing a book. And it's hard to generate that any other way. You can make all the video series you want. You can build your email list. You can do all of these other things. But the world at large still values books almost over every other type of media. So I think it's one of the most impactful things you can do to demonstrate your expertise and it's also very tangible which a lot of the other strategies are not if you have a print book you can actually physically put your expertise into somebody's hand and there's that old saying that possession is nine-tenths of the law that you know once somebody has something in their hands it's theirs and they're sticking with it so it's a really powerful way to insert yourself into somebody's world and I think that's a really great analysis of it because their books, there's a lot of products like training courses, for instance, those are also valuable, but you can more easily lose those because the web is a very big place and we tend to forget things, but a book is very like right in front and it is certainly a lot harder to forget about, especially if it is a print book. So people understand that writing a book may be good for them. We just dived a little bit more into that, but how do we then get readers for our book so that like, we'll talk more specifically about leverage and what to do in the pages of your book. But a big part of that is actually getting readers to the book. So how do we get readers to see our work and buy it? So I think one of the most common mistakes that people make when they are writing a book is that they leave the marketing to the very end of the process when actually the marketing needs to begin at the start. So if you are writing a book, let's say it takes six months, for example, that's six months of promotion time that you could be leveraging um, that otherwise is just going to waste. If you're not talking about it with your audience, if you're not building your email list, sharing what you're doing on social media, um, 
you know, leveraging any expert interviews that you're doing, you know, sharing little snippets of those to kind of get access to their audiences while you're still promoting all of this or while you're still producing all of the content, there's this huge waste that's happening. And I hate to see it. It's one of the things that I talk about most often with my clients is like, what are you doing right now when we're getting started to start getting people excited about this? And one of the best things you can do, I think, is the Amazon pre-launch campaign. So you can set these up in advance of your launch date. And basically, I think you've got up to a year. So a year in advance of your publication, you can be driving people to an Amazon listing where they can pre-order the book. And so on the launch day, you've got this huge mass of people that are going to automatically be delivered the book and the there's a lot of benefit to that obviously from the social proof side you know there's lots of sales that come through really quickly so there's a good sort of marketing moment that you can take advantage of there but also it's really important on amazon to leverage their what is what's called sales velocity so when you are launching a book for the first time on amazon you want to kind of it's not gaming their system it's basically their algorithm looks for how many copies of the book are selling in what period of time. So if you have a very high number of sales in a short period of time, that sales algorithm is going to show your book more frequently in the search results and at a higher ranking. So if you can do this early on, um, which obviously a pre-sale campaign does because all of those orders get processed on the publication day. So it's potentially thousands of orders that have been stacking up for the few months before publication, you get, the sort of the double whammy of lots of social proof and this sales velocity really takes off. And that kind of creates a set point on Amazon for how often your book shows up. And that's a really, really important thing to get set up early. And the pre-order campaign, I mean, that's a way to make money before you even finish writing the book. Some people, when you're talking about some of the bigger publications, like what Laura, how Laura got started, a lot of those people, they have finished their book before they do the pre-order but as a self-published author you definitely have a lot more rules you can play with where you could come up with the idea have it set up as pre-order not even having started the book yet but just having the idea you know you could finish it at some point because if you do um, if you set the pre-order date but then you don't abide to it there is a one-year ban so if you do set a pre-order date you definitely want to make sure that you can fulfill it so I really like the strategies Laura mentioned about getting readers, but then how do we leverage our book? And there's a lot of different ways that a book can help grow your platform, but it's all based on how we leverage it. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. So there are so many things that you can do to promote a book. And honestly, there are just really no limits on how creative you can get. Uh, I think there are some tried and tested strategies um, one of which is obviously podcasts. Podcasts are an amazing vehicle for promoting your book. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there and the audiences for those shows are so varied. Um, so if you can organize yourself a podcast interview tour, I think that's always a great place to start. You know, get yourself on as many relevant shows as you possibly can and, you know, give lots of value, share your expertise, but, you know, make sure that there's a mention of your book somewhere on that conversation because it becomes evergreen as well and you know as people discover podcasts they go back and listen to the whole um show list and so you know there's for years and years after a podcast episode you can still be getting leads 
from new listeners. So I think number one, that's very high leverage and it's easy to do. You don't have to leave your house. You know, it's very straightforward to organize. Um, another one is obviously social media campaigns. Um, so there's a lot you can do both with, with paid media and with organic media. So if you've already got big followings, this is a really great opportunity. I think competitions and giveaways are always a really strong option, especially where you're having people tag friends and share the posts and that kind of thing where you're getting a bit of organic um, momentum just by the nature of the competition. Another thing obviously is email marketing. A lot of your listeners I'm sure would have email lists and so um, doing sort of launch campaigns for the book and post launch campaigns where they're giving away packages or they're giving away free samples of the content or they're offering something that goes along with the book to make it even more appealing. Um, there's a lot of ways you can get creative with that. But honestly, what I tell people is whatever you're already great at doing in your marketing is where you should focus your efforts with the book. Mm. So if you're already really good at podcasting, focus on that. If you're already great at email marketing, do more of that because there's no time limit on how long you can promote your book, right? You know, they, they don't stop being valuable just because you have had them out in the market for a couple of years. Um, so you don't have to do it all at once. And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with their books. You know, there's so many things that they could be doing that they kind of psych themselves out. And so they don't do anything as well as they could do. So if you are feeling that way, I'd say one of the most important things in actually leveraging your book to the full extent is take it a little bit easy on yourself. Don't try and do everything all at once. Do the stuff that you're confident with. And then as you get a bit more momentum, you can start adding extra strategies. Mm -hmm. And Laura mentions a lot of great points. One of the big mistakes people make is they think they have to do everything, but instead just focus on the marketing strategies that best work for you. You can delegate if you choose or just completely ignore. Just because someone is doing something like a TikTok doesn't mean you necessarily have to. And some of my books are several years old, but they're still very useful in terms of the content just due to the nature of what their topic material is. I do want to get into something though, because you mentioned, we talked about the pre-order. We talked about what you do a little bit during the launch. And then we have this evergreen strategy, like getting on podcasts. So I'm wondering how does the dynamic change between the launch phase and the post launch phase, especially for authors who maybe they are publishing a few books each year and they're figuring out how do I effectively promote each one. So I'm wondering how do we go from launch to then the evergreen and balancing that with additional launches? So I think when you get into that more evergreen stage, there's a lot you can do with traditional media. So if you had a big success with launching the book, you can, you know, there's a great book called um, Trust Me, I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. And he talks about sort of how to game the, the mainstream media, basically. And one of his strategies is going to small local media outlets and saying, hey, I've had this great success online, you guys should feature it in your traditional publication. And then once you've had a few features, maybe in your local radio station or your local TV station, like people who kind of come up online don't think about offline media, but it's still a really, really big platform. Um, and you know, your local media outlets are hungry for content because everybody has forgotten about them because of the internet. They're sort of trying to survive. But then if you can leverage some of those to go to bigger and big, bigger publications, you know, that's how you get on TV platforms that everybody's heard about and publication platforms that everybody's heard about it because you've 
built this credibility up in a media environment that those big publications understand and are confident sort of trusting to borrow content from. So that's one way, go to your local offline media and say, hey, look at this great success I've had online, you should really do some reporting about this. And then you can become kind of a go-to expert in that particular field. So whenever you are launching a new book or you have a bundle that you wanna sell of all of the books that you've written or whatever, you've got this whole extra audience that people just are not really taking advantage of. Um, bundles is another great option. So if you're writing, say, in the marketing space and you write a book about content marketing and a book about email marketing and a book about social media marketing, then you can sell all of those together as a pack. And, you know, there's a lot of things, again, that you can do to add value to that. But, um, you know, there's discounts, there's all kinds of promotions that you can do when your customer is getting more from you per transaction. Um, I think another great option when you're kind of into that evergreen stage and you've proven that people want the content and that it's, you know, fitting well with, with what you're doing in the rest of your business, that's a great opportunity to start playing with more of that cold traffic type strategy. So if you're getting into paid media, this is kind of, you want to prove that it's working and that it fits with your funnels and all of this kind of thing. But um, setting up a landing page with tracking pixels on it and sending cold traffic to that getting them to opt in. So you get their contact details and then mm -hmm. sending them like a, an evergreen email campaign, for example, is a really easy way to keep selling your book to people that maybe would never have heard of you otherwise. And Laura mentions the email list, which is the most critical asset and books are great. They're a great asset when you want to impress. It's the modern day business card that actually has that type of appeal that you think a business card has. Like the book is the actual version of that, but the email list, you do get people's name and you get the ability to communicate through the inbox, which is extremely valuable. And you can use a book like that first page and content upgrades at your book to grow your email list, but you have to always be focused on that email list growth. So uh, we've definitely talked a lot about books here so far, but I'm wondering if we could do some email marketing strategies. Like what are some of the best ways you know of to help people who want to grow their email list? So, I mean, you can do this a lot of different ways. I think partnering with other people who have relevant audiences is a really easy one, especially how if you have an established relationship with that person. Um, you know, give them lots of great content that they can send to their list, uh, make it really easy for them, but basically have them become a partner in launching the book, you know, have them direct their uh, readers to your site so that they can sign up for some great bonus that's related to the book. Um, and then you can sort of remarket to them um, as you're ready to, to launch the book. Um, another option, again, we touched on sort of the cold traffic, but sending people to a landing page where they opt in to get part of the book is another really easy growth strategy. Um, you can also do that with organic traffic. It doesn't have to be paid. You can put out plenty of content from the book, you know, snippets and samples and that kind of thing. And if people want more, they go to this landing page and opt in to get it. Um, there are I mean, even if you're doing podcasts or social media campaigns, directing people again to a landing page where they opt in and get, you know, whatever the bonus is. I think most of the time, whatever, as I said, whatever you're doing with your email marketing, you know, fit the book into that. You can add it to your 
um, welcome campaign. So for new subscribers, when they get into your list, make sure that you're promoting the book to them as they come in. So it's one of the first things that they discover about you is that they do have this book. That's not necessarily um, a strategy for getting them to join the list, but it's more of a retention strategy, which is also very important. You know, the time somebody spends on your list is very highly correlated with how much money they're going to spend to you. So you want to keep people on the list as long as you can. Um, but yeah, for me, the, the joint um, partnerships are really one of my favorite strategies just because that no like, and trust mm. element is really already in place. You know, somebody's audience is invested in them. They'll take their recommendations seriously. And so if your book comes to them, um, highly recommended by somebody that they trust already, then they're going to be much more likely to stick with you and to, to get through the whole book. And it is all about that relationship. A book is a way to build the relationship An email list is a way to build relationship and having both of those assets in your business is really going to be a big game changer. I know Laura helps people who do want to learn all the ins and outs of everything from writing a book to publishing and selling that book in a successful launch. So we will have links down below. So Laura, definitely let us know where we can go to follow all the great work that you're doing. So my website is probably easiest. That's lauraiswriting.com. Um, I also have a book that covers all of this material. It's called How to Write This Book. And that basically teaches you the entire process that I use with clients to make sure that they're getting a really high quality book published as well as leveraging that um, the production time and what to do once the book is actually out in the world to make the most of it. We'll have those links down in the show notes. Definitely, guys, make sure you get Laura's book and you check out her website. Laura, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much, Mark. It was great.